Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Boomer and Geo coming to you live for the Traveling Guild Ford Talk Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. Free Odyssey app as well that Boomer was listening to. Uh, coming to the set this morning, he was listening to uh, your man Emmanuel uh, Barbary. Yeah. Barbary. Barbary. Yeah, Barberry. He, was, he did a good job, actually. And then you'll listen to the warm-up show, so the Odyssey app works out here in Phoenix as well. Worked perfect. Right through the Apple Play in the car. Awesome. That's the easiest way. Had the Waze going through there, the the Odyssey app going through there, and a phone all at the same Look time. Look at that. 2023. We've got everything at our fingertips. Uh, so we did hear this cut from Aaron Rodgers from the Pebble Beach Pro-Am, which he did win that portion of it. He is a great golfer. He's focused on that. I've seen him golf before. Before. I saw a little bit of this uh, this past weekend, and you think something that he said in this means that maybe there's a place that's more attractive for him, so we're going to listen to this cut again. You have the reporter asking Aaron Rodgers the question, and the way he answers it maybe gives us a clue into what he's thinking. Is there maybe like a favorite color, favorite city that you might have on your mind for next season? I'm just going to say that the uh, predominant uh, team that we hear as we're walking is Raiders. Yes. A, lot of, a lot of Raider fans <laughs> are encouraging me. A lot of Devontae misses you comments. So we're having some fun with it. So to me, this is like an innocuous, just I'm answering the question. I had a good time out didn't here. didn't answer the question, though. Because the question was... What colors and city are you thinking right. about? Mm -hmm. And he it wasn't like this. What he's thinking about this is what he is hearing. Um, I just you know, and, and Nathaniel Hackett would be the lore to come to the Jets, I guess. But the thing that really disappointed me, if I were a Packers fan, I'm not hearing green and yellow. I'm not hearing any of that stuff. He's and, done there. It's over. And, and here we go. Here's the the whole drama that's unfolding, and he wants a fresh start somewhere else. The, the reason why the Raiders make sense. Uh, Again, is because it's uh, you know it's Nevada. It's no tax state, and you also have uh, Devontae Adams there, and you also have Josh McDaniels there. You'd like to think that that would be a good place for him to go. The problem is you're also dealing with Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes mm -hmm. in the same division. If he comes to the Jets, he's going to be dealing with Josh Allen, of course. I guess it's Tua Tunga by Loa down in Miami, and Mac Jones with Bill O'Brien now up in New England. So no matter where he goes in the AFC, it's not going to be like a cakewalk. Yeah, I mean, I thought when Jerry first played that cut a couple hours ago, I thought his answer was going to be, hey, listen, I'm still under contract with the Green Bay Packers. You know, I, I don't have a favorite city. I've spent my whole career in Green Bay, and we'll see what this offseason says. And he said nothing of the sort. 
You know, and you didn't give his answer, like you said, about where he wanted to go. But the fact that Raiders came out of his mouth. Imagine if Jets had come out of his mouth at that point. Yeah. We'd all be going crazy. Exactly. So I, I think that uh, if I if I had a, if I was going to bet on, I don't know, can you bet this on FanDuel? No, I don't think on FanDuel, but okay. you can in other places. All right. So I, I would I would put my money on the Raiders right now. Would you? I would, unless, of course, and again, remember, he still controls where he wants to go and play. So the Jets could offer more than the Raiders. Okay. He could say no to that and say, look, I'm, I want to go to the Raiders. Go figure it out with the Raiders. Again, you're talking about a 39-year-old future Hall of Fame quarterback. How much time does he have left? The other things I want to hear from him, I want to hear about commitment. I want him to immerse himself into my team. You know, do you see him moving to Florham Park anytime soon? No. And this is, yeah. I mean, this is the thing I've been saying from the beginning. And this is not a knock on the Jets. They got a beautiful facility. They have, their team is in the right place. They're ready to take the next step. They've drafted well. All of these things outside of Zach Wilson, all of these things that are there for the Jets. And I'm, I'm, I feel like they're ready to explode. I really do believe that. And we saw a piece of that yesterday. I'm just saying Aaron Rodgers and. Florham Park, New Jersey, don't seem like a mix because he's such like a free spirit. He likes to go to Malibu, this and that. If he's going to have one more stop, I think he'd be more West apt Coast. to go to the West Coast than he would to come here. So there are odds on this. So this okay. is from Sports Betting AG. It's an offshore sports book that have put these out there. And right now, the Las Vegas Raiders are minus 150. So, All right, actually, so they're the number one team. Yeah, and the Jets are plus 250, and the Niners yeah. are plus 500. So, so you know, if, for me, if I were him, I'd try to get to the Niners, but Green Bay is not going to want to send him into the NFC. So, um, and that's why I keep saying Kyle Shanahan needs to convince Tom Brady to come out and play one more year. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. It's not going to happen. He's uh, done, man. Do you see that they're selling the sand from where he did his retirement right, right. from for like $10,000 hey, you know, a bottle? Give him another month to get away, settle some things down he in his personal do life. And he, next thing you know, you know, his daughter is saying, you know, Dad, San Francisco, Super Bowl. No. Yeah, that kind of thing. You never know. I, I really think that he just got totally drained this past year and he doesn't want to do it anymore. So then that leaves the Jets a quandary. And what do they do? And is it Jimmy Garoppolo? And I'm oh, thinking, God. if it's Jimmy Garoppolo, is does Rob Sala watch what Kyle Han Sh- Shanahan has been saying about Jimmy Garoppolo? Well, absolutely, and he knows because he was there. So when Jimmy Garoppolo signed, I'm pretty sure when he signed that contract, Rob Sala was there on that team, was he not? Yes. So the story around that contract was he signed it and then disappeared, and no one in the organization could find him for months. So you're telling me Rob Sala doesn't know that story? Of course he does. So I would be very surprised if they, and you saw Jimmy Garoppolo smiling on the sidelines in the NFC Championship game, having the time of his life. He's hurt again. That to me would be, and I know that they're painted into a corner, and they may have to go that route. But if they do, that's a massive failure. It's a massive failure. That guy is not going to be the guy that saves the Jets. No way. So then Derek Carr. Well, it's going to have to, yes, and I don't love Derek Carr either, but when you're talking about options, if Rodgers isn't coming, then Derek Carr's the next best option, and I don't know. Does he want to go work with Nathaniel Hackett, or does he want to go down and work with Frank Reich in Carolina? Yeah, but Carolina supposedly, according to everything, and I don't know any inside information on this, by the way, they got their right defensive coordinator, they got the best D coordinator out there, got him right from the, uh, yeah. out from under the Minnesota Vikings. That's Everybody right. thought he was going to go to the Vikings, he ends up going to the Panthers. Well, David Tepper, this is what shows you where an owner gets involved. <clears throat> 
David Tepper, who was a billionaire, didn't let him leave the building. So he actually ended up canceling the Vikings interview, and he was their top choice and stayed there in Carolina. Right, so he was the defensive coordinator in Denver last year. So this is going to work out great for Frank in Carolina, but they may be drafting a quarterback in the first round with their pick. They may, you know, I'm sure they're evaluating all the top three quarterbacks right now, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, and Will Levis, and they may decide going that route. But if you go that route, I still think that they may keep Sam Darnold or they may keep another guy just to start the season so the rookie doesn't have to start the season. So I could see that. So the other options for the Jets then become Derek Carr, uh, could be uh, Baker Mayfield. Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton, somebody like that. Yeah. And I just... It's slim pickings from an excitement standpoint, especially when you're being tantalized by the prospect of Aaron Rodgers coming in. Yeah, exactly. And I, I, Frank probably, and tell me if I'm right or not, is sick of the mercenary quarterback at this point in his life, too. So I'm sure is. he would love to draft a guy and develop him, and maybe Derek Carr isn't in his, his plan. But you said right away, and this was something that stuck in my head when we brought up Derek Carr the first time to the Jets, that you said, I know for a fact that this guy is not built for New York. So so I have a healthy respect for Derek Carr, and I, I could see him in San Francisco. I could see him with the, the Carolina Panthers. I could see him in those uniforms fitting those systems yeah. and those cities and those fan bases. I, I just I don't, think the, I don't think the Jet fan would appreciate him. I really don't. Because of his personality? Yeah, he's, you know... Well, couldn't you be the biggest jerk in the world, but if you're winning football games and playing well, everybody will accept you? I mean, look at Jay Cutler. And remember, the guy that's coming here, if you're Derek Carr, you're not coming here for a two-year deal and $75 million. You're not doing that. And, you know, you're coming here, you want a five-year deal, you want to be the starter. He thinks of himself as a Pro Bowl starter, and I don't blame him. That's yeah. what he should be because he has been. And he's going to want a much more of a uh, lucrative contract than I think the Jets would want to give him because they're still going to have Zach Wilson on the roster. Yeah, and I know that they're not going to trade him. It doesn't sound like that. They bring in the veteran. Hopefully it brings him along and all these things that you hope are going to happen. But, I mean, I can't imagine that, you know, the Jets in this situation where Rob Saul was going to be on the hot seat for the first real time in his career, new offensive coordinator, everything that changed, collapsing at the end of the year. Like, they better get a real quarterback in here. And I, Derek Carr is a real quarterback, but... <laughs> Man, I, I I don't I don't want Jimmy Garoppolo. Aaron Rodgers would be great. Derek Carr's like, uh, and then after that, everything sucks. This is not a great situation. Baker Mayfield. But this is right. I don't want that either. But <laughs> this is what happens when you blow it with the number two pick in the draft. Then you're sitting here looking around trying to figure out what the hell do we do at this position? But. Veteran here, veteran there, trade here, free agent. That you're just trying to patchwork this thing because you blew it with the pick. Well, again, you, the other part of it is you don't know what Zach Wilson's going to look like when he comes back next year. That's the other part. You know what, man? I don't care what he looks like when he comes. Like, we were all over his ass in a good way last year at training camp. Oh, he's definitely mature. He's put on some weight, good weight. He's All the reports we're getting is he's in his teammates' faces in a good way as a leader. All of these things. Man, he's throwing the ball perfectly in practice. And then he goes out. I mean, his first pass in that preseason game is a pick. Then he tears his knee. Then he comes back and plays one of the worst seasons I've ever seen a quarterback play. So, I, to me, he's got to, like, go and win games and throw for 300 yards 
touchdowns, two touchdowns, no picks. He's got to look like that for me to even care about the, his future the, again. The other issue from the Jets' standpoint that is significant, and you can't underplay it, is these wide receivers were unhappy last year. Yeah. Now, the, the other the other possibility is I guess you could bring Mike White back. You know, that, that's a possibility as well. I, I love but, Mike White. But. but here's the thing. Those wide receivers are not going to be happy. If it's Zach Wilson and just some other rando guy that is not going to be a top-end guy that's going to be able to get them over Josh Allen and the Bills. See, here's the problem. <laughs> All right, so you bring, let's say you go through a whole training Plus, camp. By, by the way, by the way, you're in a conference that has now five of the top young quarterbacks. Yeah. That are all the five best young quarterbacks in the league. Sure. How are you going to compete with that? You're not. I mean, you'd have to have they have to have the best defense in football, and Garrett Wilson has to be like Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson. That's that's how you would do it. And those things are kind of possible, but not likely. But let's say you bring Mike White back. You have a full training camp. He's the starter. He's going into the season as a starter. This guy twice now has gotten hurt and missed games, and his whole trajectory has gone south. Is your backup Zach Wilson, and now he's got to play again? That's a terrible situation to be in. And then, then let's say you bring in a veteran backup. Now Zach Wilson is deactivated as the third quarterback for the entire season. I mean, what what is the answer? So these are the uh, the posing questions right now to to uh, Joe Douglas and of course Rob Sala. But I'm just my point about all of this is is that I would I would not get ahead of myself with the Aaron Rodgers thing. It yeah. just. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking that he's going to be he's going to want to be a Raider. That's what it feels like. Yeah, either be a Raider or a Titan. And if you're in the Titans division, you know you got to deal with Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson. The Colts are going to go through a rebuild. They haven't, well, maybe not a rebuild, but they still have their quarterback issues, and they're going to have to figure out who their next coach is going to be. And you know you have Houston that's going to be rebuilding under D'Amico Ryan. So if you want a short period of time where you'll have a chance to win a division, if you are Aaron Rodgers, the Tennessee Titans could afford you that. But then again, are they good enough to go into the playoffs with him as their quarterback and beat Trevor Lawrence, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen? Yeah. Think about it. Lamar Jackson if he stays in Baltimore. Kenny Pickett's going to be better in Pittsburgh. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, and then, of course, you got Justin Herbert out of the Chargers. Well, I mean, Aaron Rodgers isn't going to have a choice because he's going to have to go to the AFC, so that's just something he's going to have to deal with. But I think in his mind, he's like, screw it, I'm Aaron Rodgers. Like, okay. Those are great names. Sure. Hello, I'm Aaron Rodgers. I'm Aaron Rodgers, and I'll be with Devontae Adams, and I'll be in Vegas. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Casamigos, Casamigos Tequila, brought to you by those who drink it. Also brought to you by Optimum. Get closer, go farther. And by Key Food. Get all your tailgating needs at Key Food and their family of supermarkets. I didn't realize we were talking about Eddie, the picks jockey, earlier that today is his birthday. So happy birthday, Eddie. Hope you have a, a tremendous day. Also, he responded. We were talking about how we had this this big uh, bottom that popped up on our Twitter feed uh, today from some uh, young lady who was bending over and Eddie responded to that tweet with a Quinnipiac basketball take and that's how it ended up in our feed. Yes. So I said, okay, you know, he's following Naomi Fox was her name and he tweeted out, hey guys, au contraire, Naomi Fox found me, he said. So clearly Naomi Fox, this bot or this catfish or this whoever is following Eddie because seeing all the attention and everything else and probably is going to make Eddie think that she's into him and then will take the rest of his money and the rest of his teeth. So, <laughs> the rest of his teeth. Oh, Jesus. Everything he's got. So, uh, interesting article about uh, Steve Cohen on ESPN+. Plus. I'm in the middle of reading right now. Yeah. And uh, you know, what's amazing to me, this year the Mets are going to take on the role of the highest paying team in the league, including penalties. Their payroll is projected at $468.5 million. That would be 150 more, 150 million higher than the next biggest, and that would be the Yankees. So uh, he's spent almost a billion, well, three quarters of a billion dollars in the last two years on his baseball team. Say anything about what Carlos Beltran's going to do. <laughs> 
<laughs> He's going to help him count all the money. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of money. Yes. They become the Dodgers very quickly. Yeah, you know, it's just uh, there are five other teams that look like they're going to be in the penalty area for spending. See that? Yeah, they got a standing ovation in a New York Islanders game. You know who also got a standing ovation at that game? You. Me and Sal Licata. That's right. Sal, part of the Boomer and Geo program? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's Geo and Sal, sidekick on the Boomer and Geo program. Now that you guys are the two biggest Islander fans on the station. Well, no, he's the biggest Islander fan. Oh, that's right. He is yeah. now. Right. Wearing a lot of their stuff and very proud of it. Of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually, I've got uh, some Islander gear tomorrow slated. I Look at you. I laid out my outfits for the day, for the week, rather. And I actually, my clothes did come with me. So uh, I'm excited for a little Islanders gear tomorrow. Did, did you see Al's bag yet? I have not seen Al's bag yet. <laughs> it's about this that big, big. and <laughs> that wide. Well, it's good. So it, it's all carry-on. So oh, it was carry-on. I had to go to Public Rec and buy all new clothes because my clothes didn't show up. You're kidding. No. That I sent them FedEx on Friday, and I guess it was bad weather or something. Wow. So they're stuck in transit somewhere. I'm not really Maybe sure. they get here so. by Friday. Have yeah, but Public Rec was nice, man. What do you have against suitcases? <laughs> I have nothing against suitcases, but if you could have seen my travels okay. that I had over the last 10 days, yeah. you would understand why I did not want to stand in the airport waiting for bags. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sure. No, I got you. So I went from New York to Kansas City, Kansas City to L.A., L.A. to New York, New York to Cincinnati. Here it Cincinnati. is. Oh, it was the Boomerhead. Right, the Boomerhead. There it is. On CBS Sports Network. There he goes. Right. Look at that. He's smiling the whole time. Yes. And then, oh, and then here you go to Arizona. Look at that. Right. Amazing. And uh, the standard, what's it, uh, What's the rec place again? Public rec. Public rec. Good thing those pants have a little stretch there because a little tight around the, the one area there. Al, Al and Eddie and I were noticing oh, earlier. You well, by that he means Gio saw it and pointed it out to us. <laughs> Look, there's Mr. Snuffleupagus. <laughs> yeah, oh, there's Eddie. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are idiots. <laughs> you know? Oh, baby. Jerry, you some burden, huh? <laughs> Jerry, you have an update. <laughs> That's more God. fun. All right, we're sponsored by uh, Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com and by Jack Pocket. Play official state lottery games on your phone. The tweet from one Kyrie Irving overnight. Fed fans and supporters for the love on and off the court. I will forever be grateful. I got to live out my dream I had as a kid with y'all. It will always be love from me and my family. As I okay. torched and blow-torched your organization. I mean, I would say it probably didn't go so good. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, he is now just in... Just say nothing. Just he saying Dallas. Nothing. No way he wrote that. Spencer Dinwiddie coming back. Dorian Finney-Smith. A first-round pick in 2029 and second-round picks in 2027. Nets Clippers tonight. We will have a free on the fan at 715. Wouldn't expect Dinwiddie or Finney-Smith to play. Not just yet. Marquise uh, Morris put out a tweet or anything? I don't think he did. He is part of that deal going to Dallas as well. No, I don't right. think he did. But then again, don't follow him. Don't know. And no one has retweeted as such. Who knows? Uh, as for your Knicks, they took on uh, the Sixers, who have played very good basketball over the last six weeks or so. But last night, it was all New York in the second half. Julius Randle on the wing. Five to shoot. Drives on Tucker. Into the lane. Puts it up. Ribbing. Good. Teetered on the rim and in. And New York with a 10-point lead. 
How about that? And they were 21 down in this game early. They battle back. They wind up winning uh, 108-97. Tom McGinnis on 76ers Radio. A couple of contributions from Evan Fournier and Miles McBride. Fournier at 17. McBride 14 off the bench. Julius Randle solid again. 24-9 and 7 assists. And Jalen Brunson just doing what he's been doing all year long. 21.7 assists uh, as well. Uh, some of the post-game sound. I think Tom Izzo's texting us and ruining things here. Um, here's Tibbs talking about the contributions that they did get outside of the starting five. We started off, you know, got in a hole. I thought our, our bench came in and gave us a big lift. And then when the starters came back, they were terrific when they came back. And then it was just a good, good team win all the way around. Yeah, hard to argue. Here's Randall taking on the Sixers team that has really played fantastic for the last six weeks or so. Yeah, it's always a battle when you play those guys. Uh, Joel presents a big challenge. Um, and then James, you know, creating, making plays for everybody. So, um, you know, it was a big win for us. You know, Harden had tennis at the half wow. last night. And B did have 31. However, he was 6 of 16 shooting on the night. And here was Fournier trying to make an impact when he found that he was playing at five threes. Try, try to have an impact. Trying to play good ball, trying to Very help cheering. the team win. You know, I mean, regular stuff, you know, it, it doesn't change the approach at all. Yeah, what do you want? Everything? That's <laughs> <laughs> right, Jerry made the impact. <laughs> he made an impact. Yes, he did. So the Knicks, 29 and 26, Sixers, 34 and 18. Uh, to the football from last night, we do some, um, what is it called? Pro Bowl games? What do we even call it? It's a flag football Skills series competition. Yeah, all of that stuff over the weekend. The NFC wound up winning the whole thing. Eli Manning was the coach of the NFC team, beat his brother Peyton. Can't, you can't doubt it. I am the greatest coach of the Mannings. I'm, I'm so much better at coaching than Peyton's. Unbelievable. The NFC won. You guys bought in. They played Austin. Uh, it was too many, too many good players. And uh, to name an MVP, the whole NFC gets uh, gets MVP this year. See Robert Griffin III there. He looks yeah. good. I know. He does a decent job on TV. He's got opinions. Yes, he does. Uh, so that was that with the Pro Bowl games. Um, Wanted to play. You guys played. You did do the Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Clip, correct. Where yep. I mentioned the yep. Raiders. So this was something I played a little earlier, too. This was Jalen Hurts. Uh, not Jalen Hurts. Devontae Adams, excuse me, was asked if he is outwardly trying to recruit Rodgers to Vegas. Duh. <laughs> why, why, would, why would anybody not do that? I mean, 100%. That's my guy, obviously. And wishful thinking, but we'll see what happens. So does all this change your mind? Uh, I've never thought he was coming to the Jets. Really? Not well, one that's, time. That's true. I do. Yeah. I, so you don't. No. Uh, I, I think he's going to the Raiders. Hmm. I still say the Raiders are the Titans before the Jets. All right. Well, we'll find out. Uh, By the here, way, people still go with, duh. Did you hear Devontae Adams? You're like, you know, duh. He's not the only one that did. I had a clip earlier, too, where someone else said, duh. I feel like that was a 90s thing. Is that coming back? It's coming man? back, boys. No, duh. I suppose it is. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, Eagles and um, who are they playing? The Chiefs. Yep, the Super Bowl. Arriving here. I can't see that. That's in no, front of a monitor. It's a big monitor. It's right underneath you. That I could see. So they're arriving here in Phoenix. Just look at that. Opening night, I believe, is tonight. So that's kind of cool. Here is Jalen Hurts just talking about trying to have an opportunity and win the whole thing. We have a heck of an opportunity in front of us, and we've worked really hard to be where we are now, so um, to have the opportunity is something that you earn. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's something that you earn, so we want to work really hard to take advantage of it. Did he talk about his opportunities? Because that's what I was really interested in. Yeah, I, I haven't figured out the system yet. To see the slug and then say something opposite, or I get confused as to which one it is. 
clearly as I did twice here. Uh, so if you haven't heard, he's got an opportunity in front of him. Really good opportunity. A really good opportunity, yes. Uh, speaking of Rogers, he did win the Pro-Am portion of Pebble Beach. Uh, they have to finish that today, however, because of wind and rain. They got suspended uh, yesterday out in California. Uh, a few other things. One from base. So this is from... I guess four or five days ago. This is Rich Hill. I don't think CeeLo played this. So he did a podcast. You'll love the name of this. Baseball is not boring. That's the name of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> which is funny. Right. And the, it's also the sister podcast of The Sky Isn't Blue. <laughs> okay, I tell you. Anyway, here was Rich Hill talking about how baseball has screwed around with the baseballs, and he's had enough of it. Apparently, we used three different baseballs last year, so... Um, you know, it's always, it always keeps it fresh, keeps it fun, keeps you guessing, you never know. Um, but, you know, hey, look, it's just the player's career, it's not a big deal. And I bring that up because we were talking about this last year, our guys getting hurt because of the different base, right? It was something you brought yes. up last year. And there he is outwardly talking about it. I mean, Rich Hill's also, what is he, 43 but years old, still for sure. pitching? I think so. for the Pirates now? He is. The but Pirates, the thing about it is, he's been around a long time. And so, you know, if there's anybody that's going to know in baseball about this, it would be somebody like him. But why would you do that? Well, why would baseball do it? for baseballs. I have no idea why they're doing it, other than, you know, are they giving different baseballs so Aaron Judge can hit 62 home runs? I don't know. Yeah, well, there was that one year that everybody said the ball was juiced, and it clearly was. And the offensive numbers were through the roof, and then they tried to compensate and change the baseball, and then all of a sudden it wasn't juiced enough, and then they juiced it back up again. I mean, it's a, it's just one of those things. Now, Pete Alonso, he fed into that conspiracy theory that the baseballs are changed to hinder the biggest free agents of that class to knock the numbers the down. salaries down. So, like, if the biggest guys were pitchers, then they would juice the baseballs up to make sure that there were more home runs hits against a pitcher. So this is something that he said. Yeah. Like, so... Yeah, but just take a look at the free agent money that was spent this year. Exactly. I mean, everybody got the money. The mm-hmm. money came back this year and led in large part by Steve Cohen of the Mets. Yes. And you wonder what a guy like Otani will get if he oh. gets to free agency next year. Those numbers could be astronomical. And there's one other one from hockey real quick, because we heard from uh, Horvat last hour about wanting to be on the island. And I bring this up from Lula Amarillo because it's what the Mavericks are going to have to deal with now. They went out, they got Kyrie Irving. Are they going to re-sign him? Here was Lamarillo bringing Horvat in, giving him an eight-year extension. Well, first of all, whenever you make a transaction like that, the intent is to certainly sign him long-term or you wouldn't do that. And then, you know, getting him comfortable... And now the Mavericks will have well, the same Well, the question. thing about it is is that for the Islanders to give up what they gave up to get Horvat, you can't just rent him for 20 games. Right. I mean, you got to keep him here, and you, hopefully he becomes the player that you envision. It's the same thing. Like, the Rangers in a, in a really weird spot because even though the salary cap will go up a couple of years from now, I mean, like, they are really tied up against the cap, and it's going to be really hard to sign one of these top-end players just for a rental, because you, you don't want to have to give away too much to get a guy. And a guy like Patrick Kane, while that may make sense, I don't want to give up like three or four guys and draft picks for a guy that's going to be here for 20 games. And Dallas lost a guy who signed through this year and next year, and another guy who signed for another two years and three picks. Exactly. So that's why Dallas has got to sign him. You would think. And you would think that, you know, Mark Cuban is going to go and sign Kyrie Irving to some massive ah. bird rights contract. And it's going to if, be ridiculous. If it works out. I'm telling you, he, there is nobody. He would be idiotic if he just gave him the deal now like the Islanders gave Horvat the deal. That would be so. You have no idea what this guy is going to do day to day. 
Well, the one thing I will say, Horvat is a Lou Lamarillo type of player. It's just like J.G. Pajot. You know, a lot of people may not know who he is, but in hockey, they do know who these players are and what they bring to the table. And they bring a 200-foot game, meaning that you could put him out there in any situation. He's a center, and, you know, you pay for centermen. And he's also a guy that is probably going to slot next to Matthew Barzell. And they're going to hope that that is going to ignite that line to be one of the top scoring lines from this point on the rest of the season. All right, time now for Moment of the Day, brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila brought to you by those who drink it. Ah! <laughs> that really echoes in here. Yeah. Well, like that, <laughs> Either that or they thought it was Adam Shine. <laughs> one of the two. I did see him before. Yes, Shine. I did too. I heard him. I heard there were bagels over here. <laughs> We're going to go with the cream cheese. We're going to go with the butter. Time to shine. Time for butter. <laughs> That's how he sounded about 20 minutes ago. Yes. Uh, you know what's funny? Did you ever see that cartoon character, Baboom? Do you remember no. the cartoon character, Baboom? Al, you remember him? I do, yeah. 70s references? Oh, uh, yes. So I, don't, I don't know what he's There's a cartoon either. character, Baboom, and he's a small little guy, but he's got Ooh. this really big voice. Yeah. Kind of like Adam Shine. Okay. Yeah. He's like our version of Baboom here on CBS Sports Network. Yeah, he was oh. over there talking to Spike. He's like, Spike, love what you're doing. Unbelievable. Every decision you made is the greatest decision that's ever happened in radio. Your father is a legend. <laughs> <laughs> This guy? <laughs> yes, that's him. Uh, I don't know Vavu. 1960? Yes. <laughs> that's the reference. I'm sorry. Well, I guess the Flintstones were the 60s, too, and we know them. Anyhow, moment of the day was G relaying a story of a video that surfaced online of your partner, Bill Cower. Did you guys see this video from like a month ago? Someone just showed me yesterday of Bill Cower in a bar dancing. Did you no. guys see this? Have you seen this? I have not seen it, but you know, have you oh, ever seen him amazing. dance? It was his wife singing. I, I can't tell. It was just someone at the bar filming Bill Cowell. Like dancing. He's like, like, <laughs> so, but he has like this like hand thing going on like he's kind of like doing this like the i don't know the rock metallica <laughs> surfers up thing and he's like got his hands he's going <gasps> oh, maybe, maybe maybe he was a plan that was probably it i hope so it's either that or he was seizuring but he's, <laughs> i'll get it for i can't believe you guys didn't talk about this, this is why he the nfl today well this is why he doesn't want to coach anymore he wants to do <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, man. <laughs> Guy's living his best life right now. <laughs> Good for him. I'd like to see a dance-off between Cower and Sims. Because I feel like JB, you, and Nate can actually dance. And I've seen you at weddings, dance. Like, you could hold your own. Cower, he's just he's just gyrating. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Didn't come across as loud. Right. Yes. Moment of the day. Yeah. Well, everybody should check that out because it is hilarious. Find Bill Cower dancing in the bar, and it's exactly the way you described it. And I need to see that in person sometime. <laughs> when we're hanging out, we're going to do it in the city. And he's going to do his little hand gesture. And he's going to This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. that we've got a couple of new Mets announcers officially. So we were talking about that. There were three baseball jobs open that Odyssey was, in conjunction with the teams, um, obligated to fill. That uh, you had a couple of people leaving for other jobs. Wayne Randazzo, of course. Uh, Sweeney Murdy. So there were some things that needed to be... And also that Jake Eisenberg as well was on the Mets broadcast last year. So there was two Mets jobs open on the radio broadcast. And there's one Yankee job open, which is a Yankee beat reporter and, and uh, post-game show. So we find out that Keith Rad is the number two guy. Mm. Brooklyn Cyclones did 130 games by himself last year. And he is now going to be the number two guy, the Wayne Randazzo job. And then it is Pat McCarthy, Tom McCarthy's son. If you know Tom, he also did the Mets a number of years ago, probably 2000 and he's now the Philly. He works for the Phillies now, and right? And now he's with, he's in Philly, yes. Yeah. And it'll be Pat McCarthy, uh, Tom's son, and Keith Radden, and Howie Rose, obviously the number one guy. Right. So I guess uh, McCarthy will be doing pre and post game, and then he'll do about 20 games. And Keith will be in there with Howie pretty much the entire year. Right. Like so Wayne. Congratulations to those guys. Yes. It's great. Absolutely. Congratulations. And we still have not filled the Yankee position yet. That's right. You guys filled the Yankee position yet? Not yet. not yet. This is great with Spike's not in his office and he's right here down the hall. I yes, mean, we can Across from us. It's, it's perfect. Yeah. Make sure you tell us first before you put it out on a uh, media blitz. <laughs> I mean, we're sitting here for three and a half hours. Yeah, yeah. And we had to read it on a media blitz and a guy to hire is right to our right over here. Yeah, I mean, I guess there was an embargo on it. You know, when you tell us something, it goes right on the air. So Exactly. That's probably why I didn't tell us. If it would have said wait till nine thirty and then told us at six fifteen. I would have said, "Oh, by the way, Keith Rad and uh, so." If we said something this morning at seven thirty, what impact does that have on that nine thirty that it's out? I'm not sure. That's a good question for him. Why don't you ask him? Mike. <laughs> no, that's you right. Said if, we, if we announced it at seven thirty, what impact does that have on the announcement coming out at nine thirty? Is that like? He said we have to fire it, so you want everybody fired? No, I don't want everybody fired, but I still don't understand how that impacts uh, an announcement that comes out at 9.30. It's ridiculous. Yeah, okay. Well. So, you know, we our biggest audience is between, what, 6.30 and 8 o'clock? Yeah, these days, who knows? Well, why wouldn't we just put it out there at that point? I, I don't, it doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know. 
You're bothered I think, we were by this. I think that was right in the middle when you were talking about Eddie putting that ass out there. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. And, you know, like, why would we want to talk about baseball as opposed to that? Well, I definitely want to talk about the ass instead of the Mets. And yeah, Mets yeah I'm sure you are. But, you know, there's a lot of us that were wondering where they were going with this. Yeah. Well, I think Andrew Martian had both of those names in yeah, the paper already. Yeah, how does he have it already? Right? <laughs> he had it before. Who's their agent? Who was their, their agent? Yes, that's where it came from. Who's Keith Rad's agent? He doesn't have an agent. So it's come straight from the kid, I guess. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he's young guys. Both these guys young guys. Good for them. Absolutely. Keith Rad, actually, that's the way you do it. You go through the minor leagues. You do it by yourself. You learn, you know, through the hard work and right. dedication that you have that you're going to do it for that team. And then you get rewarded the way you should be. That's the way it should work. And no agent that you got to split cash with. Perfect. He's probably underpaid, though. <laughs> Nobody fighting for him. Yeah, absolutely. I'll take it for nothing. Kind of sounds like the morning, uh, the pregame show, the warm-up show. <laughs> Once a show, this comes up now. Yes. Once a show. <laughs> oh, baby. Uh, yeah, so those guys threw their hats in the ring and uh, ended up getting the job. And they stayed in the ring. Yeah, that's right. They absolutely stayed in the that's ring. That's great. Uh, so the next one, the Yankee one, we got to figure out what the timetable is on that. And I know CeeLo threw his hat in the ring. Too bad. Too bad. Hey, hey, that he didn't get... Oh, you mean for the Yankee deal? Yeah, for the Yankee Oh, yes, that hasn't well, been announced just said, too bad. You, I, I, was thinking, know? I was thinking the Met thing. Oh, I do okay. not know anything about the oh, Yankee no, thing. the Yankee one. Yeah, that's still up in right. the air. And by the way, I was just going to get ready to ask Al. So we have four days of shows left. Anything to preview? Anything I need to know before we... Uh, before we get off the air today about the upcoming shows or no? No, nothing you need to know. And I'm, okay, so I'm not on a need to know. But I'm, I just just show up. Right, yeah, just show up. Park wherever you park today. Right. Parking lot, same good. way. Nice. In. We're all good. Okay, great. So we've got the uh, the yearly, the annual Anthony Munoz interview. Oh yeah, he'll be here tomorrow. Okay. That's great. Find right. I can't say no to him. He's the Boomer connection. Yeah, right. Of course. Right. Absolutely. Uh, then we have uh, the Steve Largent promoting Jesus. Yes. Uh, he's promoting the. He gets us, which you've seen the ads on uh, CBS during NFL coverage. Okay, something to do with Jesus. I don't know a hundred percent what it is. Okay. Then we have uh, Cam Hayward at some point. I like Cam. Cam's great. I get him and Cam Newton confused. <laughs> <laughs> and Ironhead Hayward. Well, that's, I just yeah. the three of them. I confused. well, Ironhead is is Cam Hayward's father. Oh, it is. Yes. Did not know that. So there you that go. That would have been my first and question for him. he plays with his brother on the Steelers as well. Didn't know that either. Yes. And, G, yeah. G, have you and Jerry booked uh, Burkhart yet? Ooh, good question. Oh, great. That was the thing I was asking you before. I was like, there was something I want to bring up with Jerry was th during Jerry's update. So Jerry is going to be the one out of the two of us that's going to reach out to Burkhart. I'm going to sort of lay in the weeds, and if Jerry needs me, I'll send that text. So if people don't know... Uh, what we're talking about. So Eddie and Al believe that there's no way Kevin Burkhart's going to come on our show. Now, Kevin Burkhart, before he's a big Fox star, worked with us at WFAN. He was like an overnight update anchor and then turned into this superstar. Great for him. One of the best stories. But he's still our friend. So Eddie and oh, Al is no way. Big time, you guys. Yep. Big time. Eddie too and much. Al say there's a better chance of getting the guy Largen is promoting. To come on. <laughs> <laughs> but Jerry and I say no. Burkhart's a great guy. He will squeeze in us at some point no. because he loves us. He's going to give you a love to do it. 
but they don't want us doing anything other than the things they laid out for us. You know I would do it if I could do it. I, just I can't, can't promote it because yeah. it's on CBS. Yeah. And all of a sudden, right, so I'm writing the text Fox. right now. Okay. You know, like for me, like when I used to do this, <laughs> I, I would always make sure that I took care of my buddies. Yeah. I agree. Always. That's why I think he'll be on. It's it, that's old school though, Boomer. This is new. Well, era. I, by the way, I got to give credit where credit's due. Your boy Spank, you know, was all over Kevin Burkhart early on on SNY, all over him. You know, like he's great on the air. He's this and that. He's going places and all. And everybody else hated him. He was the only one. That thought <laughs> that was good. And he was on in New York City. It's not like you know yeah. he didn't really discover him. Find me when he was like calling games at that fa- at that fake high school or well, whatever he was doing. Eric Spitz is the guy. That's right. Credit for Kevin loved Parker. him. Sent him a tape when he was selling cars at a used car job, mm-hmm. and then and Eric hired him at Shadow. Yeah, at right, and then traffic. brought him over. Yeah, exactly. So Shadow traffic. Yep. Shadow sports. Oh, Shadow sports. Yes, when was Eric. Was running that? Was mm-hmm. that when you were doing that nine nine one seven thing? What were that you? sports phone? That okay. was in ninety nine. Okay, ninety nine two thousand. So this is the text I just wrote him. Well aware how busy you are, but we want you on this week. Who do we talk to? Perfect. That's there. That Love did it. not sound like you meant in person. Uh, I said. I said we really want you to stop by one morning. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Not yeah. Do phone, do, phone doesn't count, right, Al? Correct. It is sent. Good. Great. We'll get right back to you. I'm telling you. And if not, then we'll trash him the entire week. <laughs> yes. And then, <laughs> and then on Monday after the Super Bowl, we'll just rip the crap out of the whole yeah, broadcast. The whole broadcast. Yes, Man, 100%. this sucks. They Hopefully suck. Tom Brady comes no, in and I... saves that pile of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this. Your choice, Kev. Yes. Uh, now ask off the air. All right. Off the air. All right. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 